What up everybody, Too Loud TX here. And first off, I wanna say thank you so much to Fortnite and the Epic team that put together everything this week at PAX. What an incredible event it was. And also shout out to Margasi for winning first place. Holy cow, man, those games were incredible. And to all the players that were there that we got to meet and talk to, thank you so much for everything. Thank you so much for your kindness and for taking the time to talk to us and for the amazing games. This week, it just ended up being me and Monster D-Face. And since there were so many pro players that we were talking to at the event, I was just me and him getting to chat, catch up on his time at the Summer Skirmish and my time coming to PAX. And there were some audio issues as I'm on the road, and so I just wanted to give you guys a heads up on that. We'll get back to our normal quality next week. Thank you guys so much for the support. Without further ado, let's jump into this week's episode. You are listening to the Fortnite Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Monster Defense. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast. I'm your host, Too Loud TX, and of course, here with me today, the one, the only, the man himself, back from across the country casting the Summer Skirmish event, yours truly. <laughs> What's up, monster? Yeah, we're back, man. Up, um, dudes, I feel I feel like it's been so long since I've heard from you or, or got to talk to you guys. So uh, ho- hopefully you guys miss me just a little bit. It's been a, it's been a crazy last two Bro, weeks, I, man. I, like, I've literally, missed I missed you. Although... I don't know if you got to see it, but CLG Crispy came on and we had a freaking fantastic time talking. We talked for like, you know, you know me when I get to talking, I talk too long a lot of times, but it was dude, it was great. I've got to meet him out here at PAX, like I said. Uh, So we're going to jump into all that. Obviously, guys, this show is brought to you by DeSoto.com. And you guys that are listening every week, you can see Monster's beautiful face and you can black out mine if you want to on his YouTube channel. Every week you can see this podcast in video form there so make sure you guys go over there check it out support monster obviously everybody just tweeting at him this week about his tips and his tricks dropping the craziness that he he did over at the summer skirmish events uh so make sure you guys drop by over there holler to the discord community you guys are amazing thank you so much for keeping it alive over there uh and of, of course we are getting those reviews i was gonna do those reviews this week but i'm kind of busy as we'll get into i'm kind of at a big event uh, the summer skirmish mm-hmm. event. I got flown out to pack. So I will get to those reviews guys. Thank you so much for all of them. You guys are really the life to the podcast. So thank you so much for listening, for your support and your kind words that you give us each week. Uh, obviously, bro, you did an incredible freaking job at the summer skirmish. I mean, like applause, everybody like, I mean, Reddit over there <laughs> hitting you up, talking about how crazy you're killing yeah. it. I was, I, dude, I've been here at PAX. Was... People have been saying how much you killed it last week. People from Epic themselves, all, you know, all the pros I've been chatting with, all the players, all the fans I've been seeing. And, uh, I mean, dude, how did it feel, dude? How was that? So, first off, shout out to Epic Games for giving me the opportunity. That was and and to this day obviously is the biggest event that i've ever been a part of um so for them to reach out to me and like believe that i was able to handle that magnitude of like audience i was stoked so i knew i knew that i could do i knew that i could do the hosting right because i I like this is what i do i stream we talk so i knew i could do it but when you're sitting there and they're like all right guys take one we're gonna roll this is like live rehearsal like they're like act like this is the real deal. We need to see what you got. 
dude, your heart sinks. Like, it's like, here you go in 10, none. And it's like, bam, bro. Light studio. It was, it was sick. So dude. tell everybody, sick. you didn't actually fly to Epic Studios, which is in North Carolina. No, no, yeah, we flew, we flew to Burbank, uh, NGE Studios. They have a huge, like, warehouse worth of studio. And there's, just multiple shows going down it, it was it was like surreal you're like on a hollywood set like it was you were, uh, and was you insane. were the man how did that man that must feel crazy bro that must have felt crazy it felt it felt good um it felt even better obviously after just like nailing the intro right, right? like that was the hardest part like hey, yeah like we're here right we're about to do it after game one it was like whoo all right like we're here dude and then yeah just seeing all the feedback um, especially the Reddit, like being able, like accepted me on everything that I did and all that kind of stuff. So, it was so people sick, that man. don't know shoutcasting, there's, there's like major, like two major roles, right? One is what they call a color caster, which is like the fill in creates more of the conversation, does the points kind of mm-hmm. like our conversation here each week that I fill in a little of the color, <laughs> right? And then, and then you have right. the shoutcaster, the one that's like more of the play by play and the analyst, which is what you are. Yeah. Uh, and what they brought you in for. Yep. And I thought it was really awesome. Like I'm sitting there and I'm listening to you and we have you, I have a picture. I think I posted online of me and my son sitting on, on sitting on the couch, watching you on our big TV. On, I didn't even get to catch yeah, yeah, that big one. TV. And my feed was yeah. just, I, I literally couldn't. Yeah, and it was him. awesome, dude. Like my son was so, you know how much my son loves you. And he was so happy to see you on yeah. TV. And my wife obviously like got into like, what? Like he's on TV? <laughs> like, oh, okay. You yeah. aren't just like in your office playing video games all the time. You're actually doing something, yeah. you know? So you actually know this guy. Wow. So that was really cool. It was really awesome to see like you be able to analyze in the live motion, right? Because we, we we pull up your tips and tricks. Been doing that before you were even on the show of your tips and tricks. Yep. And then for you to be there and be doing it live was just another step in it. And how did that feel like? Because you are used to doing videos, right? But what a lot of people yeah. don't see is you do that every day during your play too. And it's, it's crazy because like some people come to my videos and they say, or they ask in the comment section, like, do you write a script? What do you read a script? And I'm just like, no, I just like, I look at it and I break it down. And then like, it's natural. What I come out with is kind of what I come out with. And that's our, you know, it's our series right there. It's our episode. So for me to do it, like, on the spot, like it was even crazier because you're looking at the best players like in yeah. the world. And so I was like geeking out because I'm like, damn, like look at what this guy's doing. Like, you you guys see this? And I was like, let me let me tell you what yeah. he just did. You know what I mean? So it was like, it was super crazy. Um, and, and you know, I took all the criticism in as well. So I think my second day was better than the first day. First day, the nerves are high. I was I was super analytical the the day after. We did a lot more play-by-play, mixing the uh, you know the analytical uh, kind of analyzing everything. Um, yeah, it was it was fun though, man. It, it was crazy, but that that is how I make my videos. Like I usually just go, just one shot, let it. Just, yeah, I remember, I remember asking you know. about that a long time ago. Like, do you write? You're like, no, I just play the vid, I watch it, and then I I watch it again at while I record, and I'm just literally watching it, yep, telling yep. the story. Uh, yeah, so I use I usually watch it and then I run it back and I'm like, all right, I know what's gonna happen, I know what I want to say. And then I'll just focus on a point. So when I was, you know, in the driver's seat live, it was just like, dude, whatever, whatever we could talk about. Like there's all kinds of things. So I just focused on little parts, mixed it up, and I think people enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, I thought it was so awesome. Obviously, even big names like Nick A30, 
coming in, dropping you a line. Yeah, like I couldn't even believe that. Like it was crazy because the week before that, Nick A30, I kind of gained his respect. He saw me on the the packs, um, not the packs, sorry, the summer skirmish week six with KP. We did really well. We had a bunch of highlights. He followed me after that event and he already knew of me on YouTube. And like after seeing me on the uh, week seven, I really gained his respect. He was just like, dude, tweeting me up. And dude, it was crazy, man. It was really crazy. A lot of people like, they were just like, dang, all right, respect. And they showed me a lot of love. Well, I think way. it's really cool too. You talk about that, like respect. And it even goes to like level of you, right? Like, I, and I say that because you got the Cassie event. Not a lot of people get to do that. You have a YouTube channel where hundreds of thousands of people follow you. Uh, but like, there's also like that appreciation. You're not like, hey, look, you know, like, even getting respect from your peers and other YouTubers means something oh, like yeah. that means that's, that's, that's no, a great feeling, you know? Yeah. For me, it, it it's feels better to earn my way without having to, uh, you know, ride anyone else's coattails or anything like that. Like I've always just pioneered my own kind of path and done my own thing. And yeah, it feels good to watch it come around and to have, again, like it all started with Epic games, giving me the recognition and the acknowledgement you know, to have the developers really say like, oh, no, we see what you do. We want you up here. We know you got this. I was just like, dang, because they don't know what it talks yeah. about, right? It's just like they watch you. You don't know you're being watched sometimes. And yeah, it was a, it was a humbling experience. Well, I think everybody enjoyed it, man. It was it was fantastic to watch. I hope you get to do it again in the future. I'm sure, you know, Summer Skirmish is the first set of uh, tournaments we've seen. And this, this is only the, this, I was going to say, yeah, it's only the start. of. So we talked a little bit first, about it last week with Christy, yes. like, this is only 10 million. There's a hundred million total. This means there's 90 million <laughs> more dollars to give by the end of 2019. Like Something, it's going to be nuts. Yep. It's going to get crazy. You get ready for a fall event, a, a winter event, a spring event, a you know summer event again. Next, like it's going to be nuts. So hold on. It's just starting, um, you know, a little inside. Obviously, if you guys follow Ninja, you saw that he tweeted out. He went to Epic this past week. He said, Good things are coming. You know, he was really excited about it. If you listen to this podcast, this is the information you get from me. I'm at PAX. Uh, and much like you, them having faith in you, uh, people have had faith in me and got me here and helped me get to PAX where I am. And I've talked to some of the PR people, big name PR people that are here. And they said the same thing, like, we're just getting started, right? And like, that excites yeah. me as a player. It excites me as a podcast host for this show you know for this game yeah. uh because big things are in the work and like they said you think you've seen big stuff you haven't seen it yet you know so you haven't seen i mean what do you, how do you feel about <laughs> it man like does that not pump you up um yeah it gets me going man it gives me a lot of motivation and drive to continue building on what we yeah. started and dude like 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 people some people like travel to this week eight skirmish as if it was the last event. I'm like, dude, it's like, there's only one of so <laughs> many. Don't break your back. If like, you guys don't even, you, do you understand? This is just, we're, they're just opening yeah. the door yeah. barely, right? They just put the key in. Like, it's, it's only getting started. So, hey, it gets me hyped. Gets well, me hyped. And then obviously, we were sitting at the desk with the cube thing. Like, that was yeah, live, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So, it was like, what is happening? You know, so I mean, you guys saw the ninja clip. Yeah, it's it's been nuts watching that thing move across the map. No one knows what's going on. You know, the force, the, all, all of a sudden, the zero gravity areas that are there, right? Uh, they're doing they're doing some wild stuff, and yeah, it makes the game feel it's so much fun. And we're a whole, 
a whole year later, mind you, it's only getting crazy. Right. Right. It's only getting crazy. Well, you know, you so, mentioned and, and, and I want to talk about it before I get too far away from it, because I want to get into obviously like you had an opportunity. I've had an opportunity, obviously, thanks to everybody that supports us. Uh, the podcast supports us individually as well. Like you guys are amazing getting us to the point that we've got to experience. This is really you guys. I mean, without you watching Monsters YouTube videos, he doesn't get that recognition, unfortunately. Without you guys listening yep. to podcasts, I don't get an opportunity to go to cool places like PAX. Um, but it's really cool because we've talked about this a little bit, but this is a competitive game. There's a competitive nature around it, obviously. And and it's um, they're, they are getting it more ironed out I'd per se. They'd also come up with these different styles that they want to do where they're, they're changing it all the time. Um, and it's really cool to see the different scoring system, but even being at PAX, okay. And even seeing some of the people lose and I'll throw out his name because I've had some chance to talk to him after he lost and, and his perspective of it afterwards is vivid and vivid said like, Oh yeah, I lost. But dude, he is still so happy like to have the opportunity to fly. Like, the dude is expected to win, right. right? I mean, he is. He's won like three, right? Summer of the of these of these seven weeks, or eight weeks. He's actually placed four, uh, four of them in right. first place. I'm, so, I'm so I mean, obviously he's expected to win, but like he flies out here, and you know whether it is the setup, whether it, he didn't have any excuses. He just like, man, look, I didn't make the cut this time, but I'm having a blast. Like I'm in Seattle. You know? <laughs> I was gonna say, I think he has like I like I like his perspective on how he looks at it. He totally understands that this is only yeah, you know, just art. And yeah, he has a good mentality when it comes down to these competition stuff. You know, he came out here, he gave it his best shot for what it's worth, whether it be the environment or it's all experience and he's absorbing it. And someone like that that can take that experience, be positive about it, he's gonna own like he is literally only getting oh, yeah. better. Like you guys are watching him evolve right now already right he's gonna take this back the next land he's gonna take he's gonna have this experience right. with him and uh, yeah it's it's only gonna mold him into yeah, a better so this player is, like sure. you said this is the first land actually that's happening um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so everybody kind of gets an understanding of how these things work like if this isn't done by the esl this isn't done by mlg this is actually fortnite themselves like they've been doing this whole time producing yep. this content and this is the direction they're supposed to continue going from all the information i've received uh, and they're building their own platform. If you guys are familiar with uh, Riot Games and League of Legends, they did the same thing. And this is kind of being formed into the same thing. But, you know, I, I bring this up and I bring up Vivid's experience along with talking about, you know, the the big you know cube we've seen moving across it. Because what, what Epic is doing with the game and by creating these atmospheres is they also are reflecting the type of atmosphere they want around their competitive scene, which is we want it to be competitive and we want people to compete, but we also want to keep it fun. Right. And mm-hmm. that, that, that is what's been like the biggest pull from being here at PAX that I've seen is like all these players are very competitive. All of them want to play. They get up at 5 a.m., 3 a.m., wait in line, right? And I'm going to tell some stories about that, but they're waiting in line to play. And then some of these guys have come back all three days because they didn't qualify. And these are pros. These are like good guys like crispy CLG. Crispy's playing again right now as we're talking, uh, trying to get in for the third week, right? For the, or for the, his third tribe, yeah. just because there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of pros and it's a different setup. It's their first land to ever go to. So they're learning from it. Uh, but I mean, these yeah. guys are Friday night. Okay. 
just tell, tell everybody a little about my story so far. Arriving here, packs. I get my plane ticket like three days ago, literally on Tuesday of the week where I need to leave on Thursday. So Tuesday, I get my plane ticket, pack on Wednesday, fly out on Thursday, come out here. Uh, and But Friday night, all or Friday morning, whenever registration opens, everybody's standing outside and it starts pouring down rain. And I mind you, here in Seattle, it's 50 degrees, right? So yep. people like me and you from the from the southern part of the states where it's nice and toasty, we're not used to this. And all these people are coming here as well, a lot of them from different areas of the country. And it's pouring down rain and people are laughing, joking, having a good time and just like ready to play some Fortnite. Like that's literally what happened. And it was nuts. And they kick it off. And uh, there's if you guys have followed uh, us at all, followed me at all on Twitter, uh, obviously had a, lot, a chance to interview a ton and ton of uh, different pros and stuff. But this is what they got. They got this huge tent, okay, in this massive LED screen. I, I heard about right? that. You massive LED screen, bro. I, I'm telling you, like the side of a building size LED screen, okay? In, in the tent. It's, it's nuts. It's nuts. They, they, had, it, they had it in no, the no, tent? It's outside. So... The t tent couldn't oh. hold the screen, okay? The tent wasn't big oh. enough for the screen. So the screen's outside, and there's a little, like, area, like, you know, sunlight between the tent and the that you can chill on these bean bags that are out there, these fat boy bean bags. Super nice. They got, mm. like, t you know, turf everywhere on the ground, so it looks like, you know, we're around the Fortnite scene, you know, all the grass everywhere. Um, yep. And they got these photo booths. You can take photos with all these different pickaxes that are really cool uh, from the game. Uh, they got a store, which they have some exclusive shirts here as well now, i was gonna i was gonna ask so like how many people did they let in off the line like was there a cutoff no, right like so i haven't seen the cutoff yet last night uh after day two for the day two qualifiers which is the night event so that everybody knows there's three qualifying events here in the day we talked a little bit about this last week three qualifying it's two matches you get two matches to qualify 100 people at a time they do three stages of this throughout the day at night the top 32 from each of those move on to the qualifier event along with yep. three pros um, that fill in the other, or four pros that fill in the other spots that got invited, right? So they bypass the qualifying things and go and just, bit, yeah, and just yeah. go to the main qualifier for that, for that day. So uh, anyways, they go, they go to the semifinals, if you want to call it. And uh, last night, the semifinals for day two, literally day one, Friday night, like as it was a good amount of people, not packed, right? You, you had your room to walk around. Last night, bro, an hour before the event, dude, started, it was packed like nuts. People laying like on top of people trying to find a place to sit down. Like it was insane. So to watch it, to watch it right there. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. To watch it. Because so what's happening is all the players are in one building excluded from everybody. But they're not just like in this building where they just have these cubicles, right? Like in these setups. They're like in this building that is decked out with lights and like backdrops of Fortnite everywhere. I went there today, played today. I sucked, by the way. It didn't do good, but I had a lot of fun. <laughs> Anyways, but it's like this awesome staging area, dude, like lights everywhere and like lights are going on during the event. And so like they're getting their own yeah. experience and then it's being shot right. through this room that has probably, I'm not lying to you, 30 or 40 dudes that are staring at monitors that look like they're controlling the space station, bro. Like this thing is nuts. I'm sure you probably, I was going to say is that I've been, I've been watching the streams and just like off the setup with the cameras flying, but I was like, dude, they must be in like one 
like auditorium size like stadium Bro, basically slash studio like it looked it looked crazy it definitely yeah. looked crazy I, I was definitely being like this this can't be outside like yeah, yeah. so this is <laughs> underneath so we're all like the tents in a parking lot that all the players are in one building across the street it's being funneled gotcha. underneath ground to this like like i said space station room with all these people that are working their butts off doing a fantastic job shout out to all those guys and then it's coming yep. over to this event center where people are laying out. And at the event center, though, are the actual casters. So you got yeah. them up like on a podium. Uh, and they, and Zeke's... Zeke's and then behind them... Yeah, is behind them is the screen. And dude, it is nuts. It is nuts. It is so... like. And yeah. last night, people were getting hyped. Started chanting names. You know, like, it got insane. Like, at one point, if you watch Day 2 at all, so Ghost Aiden... Aiden that plays for Ghost. I People were that. shouting, Aiden, Aiden, Aiden. Like, oh, dude. Crowd, yeah, yeah, that was sick. See, I was thinking, like, dude, he must hear that, but he no, can't, no. right? He's in yeah. a whole... So, oh, man, I must be so dope for him to oh, watch. Oh, yeah, dude. See Humble guy, too. I interviewed him today. Humble guy. And... Uh, yeah, he was funny. He was funny. When he did the thing with Zeke, he had, like, with a little, By the way, oh, man, with a controller, bro. With a PS4 controller. <laughs> yep, I saw uh, that. For all you haters out there. Yeah, I've been getting I've been getting those questions. Yeah, he's been, he's been representing. We, we think about it. He's like, look. Mm -hmm. it, I, I think if you have good skill, if you play hard enough, and you know, I say all this. I mean, it shows. Yeah, it shows. Look, what you said, you said you put out a tweet whenever you went to California to do the casting. I said I put out a similar thing when I came here to PAX, and it and it, and it definitely goes with Ghost Aiden. You put in the hard work, it pays off, guys. Like hard work yep. pays off. Hard work pays off. Like that. That's the root of it all. Um, I think I think I said something like uh, it, it was a quote like the the harder you work, the luckier yeah. you get, or luckier you seem to get, something yeah. like that. You know, it's like a chill tweet, but it's oh, you know for what I mean? sure. like luck and hard work correlate. You know, so they say one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Right. So yeah, it, it it's been a blast, man. It's been a really cool event. Um, obviously, Epic themselves is out here doing things. So they have every day. Yeah, they're out there. Full force, oh, man. Get in there. So every day, you this what you get for free here. Okay, this is free. This is included in just walking in the Fortnite booth. There is a Der Burger food truck in the corner, and Ooh. in the corner you get a free burger, free chips. All right, or you can have a free chicken sandwich and free chips, or you can have a veggie. They have a veggie burger and 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 chips, and you get a Coke, water, Sprite, Dr Pepper, whatever you want, and and you get a popsicle. All right, like the like a lazy Ooh. links popsicle, right? Like little popsicle stand. <laughs> so cool how it's all decorated out. Insane. I was gonna say at E3 they did something similar to that. They teamed up with um yeah. In and Out, and then In and Out was like chefing up all the burgers. It, it, it was kind of sick. And they, you know, obviously they themed it out Fortnite style. Uh yeah, good to see them carrying, oh, dude. you know, taking so care good. of it. The burgers are so good. Up. I've eaten there every day. I save money. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Uh, so that's been cool. Oh, and we played the putt putt. Okay, so there's Lazy Link's nine hole putt putt, uh, and I played against the camera guys for Deserto, uh, which was a blast, man. And it was a lot of fun. Like it's inside this building. Obviously, they've had to like go in and make it into a putt putt area, uh, but it, dude, it's just cool. Like each hole has its own theme, and uh, you know, you get the burger that you shoot it at, up his tongue, and it comes out. You know, and like 
Oh, uh, dang. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen too many photos of the setup yeah, yeah. for like I've seen like yeah, complete mini golf and all this kind of stuff, but I haven't seen like yeah, anyone post a video. Yeah, I, I I think we were they're putting out a video through Deserto, so I have to get it once they they do it. It was nice. it was a lot of fun. It was great. Uh and and it's everything's themed. So that was really cool. I mean, it's just been an awesome event, man. They really have gone out of their way uh to really make everybody feel, you know, like a part of the community. Right. And that this is everybody's yep. own. Um, got some exclusive pins. They got some exclusive pack sprays that they're giving out. All the people. Right. So, so the first, you know what? Company. Here's a funny story. The first pro I ran into, Exotic Chaotic. Yeah. yeah. First guy oh, I ran I into, I, I was like, dude, I got to start kicking off some interviews here. And I was at the tent and they did a boogie down contest. So they, they if you want to do it, you, you sign up. They give you a thousand free V bucks, I believe it is. They give you just for, just, yeah, just, for, for just for doing jumping on stage, and they give you a uh, free um, a spray, the pack spray, and then you get a chance to okay. win a blow up bus right with the balloon on it. And I don't know if he won that or not, but I'll tell you this: the thing is so big it wouldn't fit in your hotel room if you blew it up. Okay, so like some of the yes. pros are joking that they want to win it just to stick it on their house so everybody can know they play Fortnite for a living. <laughs> uh, but it's crazy. Uh, but you can buy it at Spencer's, I believe. This is not a promotion for spencer's but if you guys are interested spencer's has a ton of stuff here at the fortnite show uh like pick yeah axes, i saw i saw the yeah. shop they had the pickaxe all, all kinds of cool stuff that's pretty cool but uh he exotic was dancing up there and, uh, and then he came off and he's like wait a second yeah, that brother good. that's exotic chaotic <laughs> so it got him in on an interview but it was fun it's been great man meeting everybody uh in the time that's been here i hope everybody that's following or, or seeing the videos is getting to enjoy a little bit of piece of it it's obviously not as it would be better if you all you guys were here with us uh but hopefully you're getting to experience a little bit of it behind all the pictures and videos um well without further ado uh one thing i hope you guys can experience is some sneak energy so let's kick over to our sponsor this week sneak energy i want to give a big shout out to the support for today's episode it comes from sneak in-game energy i don't know if you guys have ever experienced that in-game crash that you get from drinking all those sugary energy drinks trying to stay up all night, playing the games with the boys, grinding out that Fortnite battle pass. But it sucks. And when it happens, it sucks. And Sneak has actually a better and healthier alternative. Uh, Sneak Energy is a completely sugar-free formula that gives you all your intense boost without that crash. It's a powdered formula. It's packed with those vitamins, minerals, amino acids, you know, all that good stuff for your body. And enhances your focus and reaction times. Just add water, mix it up, start drinking it, enjoy it. Sneak is also way cheaper than those regular canned energy drinks. At just 87 cents per serving, you can get obviously your boost for much less. Plus, they got some pretty serious flavors with Cherry Bomb, Blue Raspberry, and their Mystery Stealth Edition. For all the Fortnite podcast listeners, they have a special code for you guys. You can head over to wearesneak.com, use the code FORTNITE for 10% off all your orders over 30 bucks. Again, guys, that is wearesneak.com w-e-a-r-e-s-n-e-a-k.com just like it sounds use the code fortnite at checkout for 10 percent off your orders over 30 bucks whatever it is guys whatever games you're playing grinding out fortnite for another night getting ready for that next big title release go ahead and fuel it with sneak while we're here big news comes out big news monster and that is high stakes i've been seeing the, the about thing it. was it's so funny because as i was talking about like going into the golf the putt, putt area right they had all these people dressed up in these masks with like a club on you know like from cards anybody that plays like actual like 
cards, like the game cards, uh, like a deck of 52 mm-hmm. cards. You got diamonds, clubs, uh, spades, and hearts, right? So I'm seeing all these guys with suits with these masks on. I'm like, what is this? Like, I hadn't, I totally forgot about this, right? And then I'm like, oh, wait, this is high stakes. And so they have these guys everywhere, like all over packs. There's guys dressed up in suits uh, with these. Are they, are they are they dressed in white suits? Or so, uh, are they all here? They're in gray suits with the white mask. So I don't. But gotcha. at the game, obviously, the advertisement on the game is white suits, right? Well, well, if they're there in different colors. I was assuming that the skins they're going to release, they're probably going to have like different tux stuff. Might people. be because you know they always. Come yeah, 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 yeah. So they definitely might be. Uh, but high stakes is from we, we've seen. We've seen a little bit today. Uh, before I got started with the show, I saw a little preview they played at the tent. And basically, uh, it looks like there's an objective mode. Okay, it's an LTM that's going to run where you have to get to the battle bus and take off the map. All right? So not only are you coming into the map, but there's an objective for your team to get to the battle bus and then take off with all the, the treasures, right? And all the loot. So uh, super excited to see more about that. Like I said, we just saw a little get tweet. stuff and then fight your way to the exit. I don't know, man. It sounds crazy, dude. It, it sounds like a blast, <laughs> right? How's that going to work with Storm? It, it sound like it's going to be. Yeah, a- I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know how it's all going to work out, but I'm excited. The other thing I saw today, real quick, was the new, uh, the new, uh, you know, gun that's mentioned. The new plunger gun that's mentioned as well. Uh, you know, super excited to, to to see how that works out. I haven't, I have not seen, so I didn't see the. Uh, on it actually. So I haven't, I've, I've not saw the offer, uh, the art, or like any kind of gameplay right. on it. So I'm, I'm gonna have to launch Fortnite and definitely check that. Is it in the news tab already? Like it's official. Uh, so, or is this just like all the speculation everyone's talking about? I don't know it. if they have it up yet. Like I said, I literally just saw it. Um, I I literally just saw, but yeah, I'm sure they're gonna drop a video today if they're releasing to the public. I was gonna, yeah, because you know how they always hit it with like the coming right. soon, and then bam, it's it's out. So I haven't seen it in the coming right. soon yet. So it should be it should be around the corner sometime soon. Maybe when we see that, the date after that is gonna be the patch. That's so gonna bring the other yeah, changes. It's gonna be nuts. Um, I just want to get your quick opinion of a couple things that happened while you were gone. One one being yeah. rift to go, bro. What is going on with this thing? How is it changing up the gameplay in the pro scene? So it, it was crazy. Like the Rift to Go was released and a big patch happened where they changed the shotgun. You know, the pump got a buff and they changed the clingers. Yeah. They changed the C4. They did all these changes like the day before, two days before <laughs> the skirmish. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, they just dropped a big patch before skirmish. I'm reading through the notes. And I'm like, wait. This patch is amazing. Like, all these great changes. I was like, dude, this skirmish week is going to be dope. Yeah. Like, no clinger cheese. All this. So, first off, just great patch. Then the Rift to Go. So, I didn't even get that much game experience with it, but I got to see some, it. Uh, yeah. Shoutcast. Yeah, the plays that you see these guys pulling out, it is a must-have in the inventory. Um, and Storm Zone, game changer, top-to-bottom plays. Uh, if you got that bad RNG, the zones over there, these guys rift to go with the storm. Just take their time. It is actually shaking up the competitive scene. It's it's a must-have item if you can pick it up. It can change everything in the end, uh, end game situation. What I really like about it is, you know, we have those situations where people are building off, building off. Somebody gets a really good shotgun fight off, and then all of a sudden you turtle up for a second to try to heal or to try to get... Yeah, the, you just... 
And you, you, know, you know, you can use that in the yeah, air, yeah. right? Like you don't have to be planning. Like it's any time, just do, save yourself. Rift yeah, opens up. Like it's so cool. It, it, it gives a whole different, uh, you know, avenue to for you to disengage. Like we've talked about many times of a fight. Like yep. maybe it's not going your way. Right? Hey, maybe this. I, I see this third party coming in. I'm getting out of here. Bam, you're gone. Right? Uh, yeah, it's I, crazy. I, and, and I did figure out a trick. If you do it on the ground and you drop a weapon, you're like, dude, I don't want to drop a weapon for this. But you need to rift out. You, you, can, you can pick, pick up, up the weapon before you rift out. <laughs> yeah. That's a day. Hey, I'm dropping tips today, people. I'm dropping two loud tips. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, but, uh, yeah, a lot, lot of fun. Uh, what about the shockwave grenade, man? How about this one? Another, you know, mobility. I thought that was a nice little addition. I, th- I thought it was a great addition. Um, it drops the stacks of two, right? So that that's cool in its own that you take no fall damage but more importantly you break through structures it's kind of crazy like you i've seen some funny plays and i actually use it kind of interestingly enough i jumped down like i was in a fight i broke a ramp and then i used a shockwave to just break my body through the rest <laughs> of the ramp and i you down off a of build battle because i used the shockwave to just like destroy just to plat the you know the build fight so I dismantled the whole build and it came oh down. My but I gosh. used basically my head, my character. Um, yeah, the shockwave is a great, great little addition. It, it's it is a nice way to take the impulse and then like make it ten times better, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you know, one of the things I love impulse nades always have, but one thing I always run into is like I I never predict it correctly, right? So I either go too high and then I, all of a sudden, I, you know, when I'm going to engage, I fall off, take some damage. Maybe it's not a whole lot, but like I'm always like, mm-hmm. man. I need to get better at, you know, throwing and, out, throwing down a, a ramp when I'm going to land, you know, to help out with all that. But uh, I, I, I really enjoy it because I can't take fall damage, like you said. Yep. I, and I also like how far it throws you. So, like, one of the key things of impulse is, like, you know, chasing away from the storm or, you know, just kind of traveling really far distances in a short period of time. This thing throws you two times further than a normal impulse. So, it is actually like really good just to have. You can use it in a lot of different situations. Yeah, I, I also thought it was really crazy to see people using the cube to bounce themselves through the map and bounce themselves off things <laughs> in the map. Have you seen that? Like people literally shooting themselves across the map, trying to get away from storm, doing that thing. Yeah, yeah, because the, the cube is powerful, man. <laughs> thing is nuts. It is nuts. I think well, it'll take you out too. Be careful. Well, this week we also got a state of development update. Let's see if I have the correct audio here. Hold on one second. Hey everyone, welcome back to another exciting dev update. We're going to dive on in. So in 5.4.0, we have the new concept called Storm Damage. The basic idea is the edge of the storm will do damage to player-built structures in the final phases of the game. Less than 10% of our matches are affected by this or make it that long. And so we're really trying to tactically adjust the final stages to provide a little more dynamic gameplay. We really look forward to your feedback on this feature and we're excited to see how it plays out. In 5.4.0, we'll be vaulting the revolver. This is part of an initiative to keep the item pool feeling fresh and dynamic. In the past, you've seen that we've brought back the guided missile, which was vaulted for a period of time. So an item that is vaulted doesn't necessarily mean that it's gone forever. Using this as an initiative to keep the item pool fresh, exciting, dynamic, 
and we'll be targeting future updates, potentially season six, as an opportunity to vault more items. In addition, in 540, we'll be adding a new mobility item, so we look forward to creative expression with that. We're also going to be updating some various balance parameters, such as item rarity, remote explosive rarity, going to increase from rare to epic to match its effectiveness. And we're also going to be making some changes to item stack sizes in their drop rates. For example, the boogie bomb will now be dropping in a stack size of two, whereas it was one previously. And one of our bigger changes, shields will be adjusted from a maximum stack size of two to a maximum stack size of three. All right, everyone, thanks for tuning in. From everyone here at Epic, we'll see you next time. So I didn't get to meet Eric this week. Unfortunately, he's still home doing awesome things like putting out the dev update. Uh, but along yeah. with the things he talked about real quick, uh, there was some building effectiveness that's happening, lots of performance changes, uh, some things where they talk about drop frames if you actually read the update. Uh, in 50 versus 50 mode, there's a bunch of drop frame ideas that they had or is issues that they were having that are, they're bringing back into play. Uh, there's things with hitching. I know everybody's big about hitching and screen freezing, however you want to call it, uh, but they are working on that huge, huge, huge update, and they should they made a big jump in 5.3, so definitely um, you should be seeing improvements there. They talk about, they, they literally break all this stuff down. If you guys want to go read more about it, at Fortnite.com or EpicGames.com. You can read it there. They can talk about the Switch and how it's affecting the Switch directly, how it's affecting PS4 directly. Yeah, there's there's all kinds of charts and stuff there. You guys can see the... Nuts. First of all, the progress that they've yeah. made and then, you know, the changes that are to come. It's pretty big, uh, big like... Yeah. What, what's it called? The state, state of development, development. Yeah. Uh, for the future of what they want to do. I actually covered that on the YouTube channel as so well. Go check out Monster's YouTube video about the state of development, guys, uh, so you can get all the, all the yeah. nitty-gritty details. Uh, but... To, I went through pretty much everything. Yeah, they even talk about the competitive one. scene there. So go check it out. Uh, yep. It's great stuff. He does a great job, obviously, chatting with his community while he's reading through those. So go check it out. Uh, to, to pinpoint a few of the top three things that Eric kind of pulled out for us there was Storm Destruction. Monster, they might not give you credit for this, but I, my friend, will give you credit for this idea. It was great. It was fantastic. And, you know, the the moving circle idea, whether or not it actually came from us, we're going to claim it came from us too, as well. And now we're going to claim this it, one's... It, we talked about all this stuff when we had uh, Kenneth on here. We're talking storm yep, ideas. Yep. And, yeah, it looks like a few uh, ideas were adopted. And I think at some point in there, too, we kind of said, like, if you guys see this, this <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny that uh, uh, they, they decided to take this route. So they're given this idea a shot, the whole storm destruction. So if you listen to what he said, less than 10% of their games, less than 10%, that's, you know, less than 10 out of 100 games, actually even go that far to uh, moving storm. So that, that's kind of crazy. For them to have already made the moving storm changes and people to find that frustrating, I would only imagine that now that the storm is going to break things, people are really not going to know what to do. Uh, it's going to be pretty sketchy. If you saw, I think there was like a, like a little snippet. It seemed like the stuff deteriorated yeah, quick. Like it was like, yeah. gone. Yeah. Whatever was there, just literally, like the storm just crunched it and yeah. took it. So... That's a game changer. Uh, I can't wait to test it. Uh, I, I really do believe that 
yeah, high, forget high ground. It's <laughs> when it gets that far, you going to be a mid ground. You want to be no higher than like four stories, Max. dude. If, yeah. if that, um, so four or five stories, no more 10 story endings. That's probably not going to be ideal at all. Uh, yeah, this storm looks dangerous. It I think looks, it's just going it to push people. I don't think you're going to get there anymore. I, I just don't think you're going to get there anymore. I think people are going to learn they need to make the adjustment before it starts. Because think about it. Like, if it's 1v1 and he knows you're up and he's on the ground level, he knows you have to fall. Like, you don't have a choice. He doesn't even need explosives. Yeah. He knows you're going to fall. So he, if you only have, like, but, one cube sitting outside and you just keep building while he's firing at you, then he knows, well, as soon as this hits one second, you're going to deteriorate and die anyways. Dang. I think it's going to crunch down anyways. Yep. So, <clears throat> so, I mean, for me, it's more like, what's that going to do to the competitive scene? That's why I was talking like uh, the, the new meta is going to be who can hold mid ground. Yeah. It's not even like, like who can really stay in that sweet spot in the middle and, and piggyback off the turtles, you know, at the bottom, you know, everyone mulling across yeah. basically who can piggyback off their builds and kind of float. It's really going to change how people how, how important play game. are mats going to be at the end of the mat? Not that they're already not important, but how like deadly important they're going to be if it gets to those circles, right? Yeah. yeah, like what you can't. So what we see now, and this is why they're making this change in the competitive scene with the whole storm zone moving thing. It definitely has changed how people uh, fight and whatnot, right? Like it really forces the oh, initiative yeah. to fight, right? But what you'll notice is it'll go one way and then it'll go opposite way. What they'll do is they'll recycle their builds, right? Like, oh, lucky me. I get to run back across the, you know, the metal <laughs> sky bridge I built. I'm going back. So they're recycling, saving mats and not no more. Now it's like, yeah, that back there is gone. It's clear zone, dude. Oh, right? So like it, it, this thing's going to be so like, it's going to be awesome for the competitive scene. We're going to see the fields just open back up. Well, we did, we did see storm. one game here. And of course... All the Fortnite haters that happened to be around at the time, no names being thrown, but they were there watching, getting their free burger because this is where you get the free food at PAX. And they're like, oh, look how this game ended. These three guys, whoever lived the longest, won, right? Because it literally yeah, closed and it was just damage because they were all stacked on top of each other, right? And literally, the moment after that came out the state of development. I'm telling you, like, it looked like they planned it to happen literally like I think it was 10 minutes later, I get a tweet that, Oh, state of development just occurred. And then I see this and I'm like, yep. Hey, all you haters, here you go right here. This is what, yeah. So that, that right there is, it's going to change it. Like we just, like you just mentioned, coincidentally, there was a game that ended just yeah. like that. That's because that's a problem in the comp scene. It doesn't happen always, but when it does, th this is going to make that never happen again. Not that yeah, way. Super excited about it. Obviously a, a cool change that, Will not affect a ton of games, like you said. It won't affect a ton of games, but for the viewership and yep. for the pro scene, it's going to affect the most. We have the uh, revolver getting vaulted. Bye bye, revolver. Uh, I'm kind of cool with that. I think with them taking out the revolver, that's one common you know drop that's not going to be around. More likely for you to pick a pistol, SMG, shotgun, which is what we want anyways, right? You want to land on something with a good yeah. fire rate, you know, for those early game encounters. So. You know, it's nothing worse than landing in your house because they're all really like, dude, what am I going to yeah. do with this? Like, If yeah, you miss your first shot my... and he's got anything else, you're, you're dead. Right. Exactly. There's... So I, I think bolting the revolver, it's it's with the deagle on the map. Like, well, by the time you get that hand cannon, you usually have a loadout. It's it's the hand cannon is strong. So you know what you're doing with it. 
I, I think the revol- revolver going away. Let me talk good. about this real quick. There's something that happened when you were at the summer skirmish that has now forever changed. Currently, the meta that's going on. Okay. Okay. Dual dual pistols and the new heavy shotgun have literally infiltrated the 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 competitive scene since since base. you were yeah. there. Like I don't know what you did. I don't know if you told everybody they were good and they all get light bulb went off. But that that's crazy. Like I'm seeing it. Like remember I, what's going on? Remember when they changed and I talked about it? I was like low key. Like the dual pistols are so meta right now, and people don't really realize when you see that DPS and the way it chunks through builds. And you know, what once you feel the power, you know you don't want to let yeah. it go. That's why you, you start seeing it like especially in the skirmish weeks, like these guys will blaze you down and they'll take they'll take so many walls off you. Um of course, ideally you still want the drum gun and stuff. Your pressure game is a little bit better, it's a little more versatile. But man, if you got them dual pistols, it's it's you have a great loadout. And what about what about what about the heavy shotgun? How has that all of a sudden just become the thing or not heavy, I'm sorry, the sawed off, the, the double barrel double shotgun. Yeah. And we talked, we had a lot of talks about double barrel. And what did I say? When you find the sweet spot, I said, give it a little more time. These guys are going to figure out how to use it. And it's going to, this Bro, is what happened. Now you see everybody every- rocking double barrel in game. And it is, it is nasty in, in, a, in a good player's hands. It is disgusting. Uh, I would say shout out to Poach, really putting up and pioneering his, his loadout. He, Found the double barrel early on and liked it, realized its potential and stuck with it. And he is shining in these competitive games because he picked it up early. He's the most comfortable probably on the field with it. But you see how many dudes are running that. They get that double barrel and they feel invincible because they know you step in that box. And especially if you know he has a double barrel, you're going to eat it, dude. You're going to eat it and you're going to eat it good. And Vivid talked about it. He says when he hears it, he backs up. That's what everyone needs to do that's how you hear it i'm telling you i I was sitting next to a guy today that literally made a play towards the end of the circle 15 people left he uses a jump pad pushes him out you know right outside towards this guy and he knew the guy was there and just double barreled his face the guy had no idea what was going like right it has i've been running i've been running two shotguns i've i so instead of having a slowed like if my rockets are low i'll i'll run double barrel on there and if I'm making one of those like pad plays or rift to go plays, when I land, instead of going for my typical heavy shot, I pull the double barrel out, like intentionally knowing that I'm just going to barrel stuff you, then just, you know, AR spam you and then just go to my normal yep. shotgun. Uh, it's been great, dude. I've actually been running double shotguns, but I'm keeping it in like my explode slot, you know, it's that extra. If I can hold it, it's, it's such a good extra. Oh, man. Kind of like having a minigun, like. It's just like when you pull it out, you get the opportunity. The minigun is just insane, right? Oh, just yeah. Just right in through oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Nasty. Those situational, um, you know, those situations you can put yourself in, the double barrel. Nasty, man. nasty, nasty. Anyways, didn't want to get too sidetracked. Last two things. Uh, oh, well, last thing is the item, the item update. Uh, we saw the grappling gun uh, today. I'm sure everybody will see it by the time this podcast comes out. Really cool. Basically, looks like uh, it does take a weapon slot from what we saw uh, and it looks like that it's just like a plunger on a rope, right? And it pulls you to it. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be really cool. I don't know the distance of it yet, but we just we just saw uh, a little clip. There it is. Um, and then what is the importance of these things real quick, and how are they going to affect the game? First one being the change in the rarity for remote explosives. What, what does a change mean? Most people won't understand. Why would they even care? Why do they care what the rarity is? Yeah, so like I talked about this when I was covering the state of development uh, review. 
when they change the rarity of an item, it actually affects the weapon pool balance in general. If it's going from blue to purple, yes, it's a nerf. It is actually a nerf because you're making something that would otherwise drop a little more common, a little harder to find because you increase rarity. It's a bit rarer. It's like saying, you know, think about how often you find a chug jug. Not often, but you'll find a lot of med kits, right? So that big, that bump up changes the percentage of which it's on the field. Now it doesn't take away how good it is. Like it's still going to be very, very good. So if you find it, you know, it's going to be amazing uh, because C4 is still very strong. So it is a step in the right direction. You don't want it everywhere on the field, but I think it still needs to change. It doesn't take away the fact of what it yeah, can yeah, do, yeah. right? If you got a stack of three, you can basically guarantee you like one one pick off if you, you use them all in one spot. Well, so, especially we'll because they didn't give it a buff too. Uh, while you were gone, they because the, it, right. it it was, yeah, yeah they changed the it was a bug. They said it was supposed to be exploding everything around it and its <laughs> radius, and it wasn't. So they fixed the bug. Right. And now it blows up everything in its radius. So. Obviously, yep. a little bit of buff now. Now, ready change, and I think you did a great job of explaining that there. Uh, boogie, yeah. boogie, boogies now, are going to now stack times two. I'm excited for that. Very excited for that. We need like I, I there's so many times where I have one boogie. And I'm just like, dude, as much as I want to run this, like three grenades, like I just get three option, three opportunities you know, to use explodes as opposed to one in free slot. Like I don't want that. Uh, two. I'm running boogies uh, all the way. I love I love what you can do with boogie bomb. Boogie bomb is basically a stun yep. grenade. You know, look at it that way. You stun your opponent. You can do some plays, dude. Like it can get you out of weird situations. Don't boogie yourself, but yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> usually my problem. Uh, as long as you can, I, 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 I'm going to call it right here. Eventually, you're going to see this stack go up to three. I think. I think three would be a good. Yeah, uh, I, I, nah, I th- it'd be broken. Nah, nah, I think it'd be, but it'd be it'd so be fun to see all these people dancing. You know. Holding four to six, like if you could hold six boogies, oh, no, that's crazy. I mean, no, 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 yeah, that's nuts. That's right. Nuts. I'm saying three. So, like, I think they're going to give it one more buff down the road. You can hold up to four. Imagine coming across somebody with four Ooh. boogies and you're in a field battle. Beep. Beep. He's going to be dinking you. Doop. Shoot you, hit you again. You're going to be, oh, you're, like, you're done. Oh, but those places would be fun to see. They'd be a lot of fun to see. It's going to be great. The boogie uh, plays. That's gonna be what about shield pots going times three? This is the one I think. I that was like, that was huh. a surprise. Nice. I think it was a pleasant surprise. I already feel like it's rare enough for you to come across multiple right. pots. When you do, it is always a bummer to leave one behind. Um, and most of the time, people trade out like pots for how many minis they can hold. So I I think that's part of the balance where they want people to feel like. Carry these shield pots, man, because, you know, you can, and it's supposed to be the better mini shield. Mini shield, you know, the green item shouldn't be, like, outshining the blue, right? So that's kind of, I guess, where the balance lies. Um, we all kind of know how good, like, slurp juice is, so slurp's already great. Holding two Love of those, like, so Love much it. so much HP yeah, and, and two slurps, that's in a good spot. I think three, three shield pots is sweet, too. No, absolutely, absolutely. I, I, it's going to be interesting to see these little changes that change up the meta more than we know, like you said, even the rarity change, it's significant because of how it yeah. plays out on the field uh, with everything that's there. And and think about it. If someone's holding three shield pots, what are the odds that now, like when you eliminate someone, they're more likely to have yeah. shield pots because people are 
traveling with them across the maps from you know longer distances and stuff. I mean, it may not be that significant, like everyone has one, but you're gonna see them fall more often now because more people can actually. And this you, my friend. So, this is actually, why Reddit loves you. Because you, my friend, think yeah, above and beyond. Like this little change where yeah, it doesn't seem like it's that much, but watch, you're gonna be eliminating people and it's like it's got a pot. Let's go, right? But it's because there's more just yep. in the economy, at least traveling to the to the zones, to the PvP zones. Uh, so yeah, it's going to make a difference. This is a great like subtle change that we didn't see coming, but like they thought of, and it was just like, oh man, you know what? I'll yeah. take that. Right? It's like nice quality of life. Can't buff. wait! Can't wait to see how they affect. Well, speak of all these tournaments, you shout casting, me coming here to packs, talking to all these people. I want to get a quick tip before we get out of here on tournaments and how people should approach them going. So let's go ahead and jump into our tips and tricks. So quickly tell me, Monster, what is something, as people go through, and you, you saw it last week as you were casting, I've seen it here, as you approach a LAN or a tournament, right? And these, you know, online tournaments are obviously different than LAN, but what... How can you prepare yourself in a mindset? How can you you you, you kind of relieve some of that pressure and focus on the game? Well, there's some things that you can say like, hey, think about this, do this, uh, focus on this as, as they step into those situations. Yeah, for me, like I'll just use my most recent experience going into the shoutcast for the skirmish. Um, I just looked at it from the outside in. Like I do this every day, no matter what. Like this is literally what I do. There, it is no different. We're just in a new setting. Just got to put your best foot forward, uh, take a breather, and just, just get out there, right? So it's it's really about keeping keep your cool, keep your composure, and and have confidence when you step in there. And it, it's the same thing for a tournament, right? When I play these, uh, you know, these these skirmishes, when I've been participating, the opportunities that I've had, I go in there. Of course, you got the butterflies, like this is a real deal. You got one shot, but at the same time. All you got to say is, dude, play my best game, right? I'm here for a reason. And that's part of the reason why I've been able to like frag in situations. And, you know, I'm not like freaking trembling when I'm in a build battle because it's just like, all right, it's another game of Fortnite. Let's have some fun with it and, uh, you know, take it as a learning experience. Um, You'd be more bummed if you beat yourself up over every single thing and, you know, you were too critical on yourself. So you you can't just be too critical. You really have to uh, just go in and have fun and and really... uh, it's it's about like mental right. preparation oh, for, for sure. sure. Well, bro, I uh, I really appreciate you jumping on here with me later than normal on the Fortnite podcast. Obviously, here at Pax, guys. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Let Monster know how much you enjoyed his casting last week. Uh, you know, go ahead and, and and let me know if you're enjoying any of the Pax content that that we're throwing out your way. Uh, and you know, as always, guys, thank you so much for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Shoot us a review on iTunes, Podbean. Wherever you guys are listening, uh, leave us some comments and uh, file your complaints over at the Fortnite Podcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you like and what you dislike about the show. Monster, tell them, as always, where they can find you throughout the week. You guys can find me at Monster DeFace across all social medias on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Twitch TV, and especially YouTube. YouTube for all my content. Now verified on Reddit, so you'll see me at Monster DeFace on Reddit as well. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. Guys, thank you so much. You can follow us, like you said, on Twitter. I'm Too Loud TX. He's Monster D Face. You can follow us at the Fortnite Podcast. And as always, and until next time, dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales.